gentlemen, we're back. It's the Threefold Chord Podcast. It's a podcast. We're still in the studio. We're still yeah, in the we're studio. Back. It's been like a month. It has. What happened? Um, it's time. <laughs> time. Wedding. Life. Life. That's right. You've done a wedding since we, yes, last met. Yep. Let's introduce our guests, and then I want to ask Brett about the wedding. We have a lovely guest. It's our third elder. Wink, wink. Uh, Bruce. Bruce Arnold. Arnold. Welcome. Nice to be with you guys. We asked, we did a full court press <laughs> to get Bruce to do this. Yeah. Let's talk about the text messages that we had before we texted Bruce to get him to come on. He was peppered at yeah. once, all at once, just bam. We said, let's let's give him an onslaught all at the same time. It was shock and awe. Yeah. yeah. That's what happened all right. I mean, I got one text <laughs> rang in, then a second one rang in, and then right. a third one rang in before yeah. I ever had a chance. To, yeah. To, we weren't going to give you a spinning. choice. My head was spinning. And that's in addition to catching him at services and yeah. haranguing him about. He had no yeah. chance to reply. And I... And and yeah. what I have to say to you tonight is, <laughs> welcome to the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> no way. No, no. We're, we're scraping the cre- the creme no, off the top. We we wanted yeah we wanted you, long time. You're one of our favorites, yeah. and you're one of our elders. I mean, you're the shepherd of the flock, and you'll never bring us down. He's Bruce? shepherding us, folks. Right, Bruce. 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 Yeah, that's your name. Yeah, and we With decided two we, we before we went on the air, Jason and I were talking about the A team, and yeah. each one of us now have a name from the A team. You know, and and for those of you that may be, mm. and we do have a few listeners, and so thank you. <laughs> but the A team was a you know a show back when was this late eighties eighties yeah love it when a plan comes together yeah. And so we said, B.A. for Bruce Arnold. Mm-hmm. B.A. Baracus. Bruce Almighty. And listen, you don't have all the gold on you, nope. but we went through what <laughs> we characters we might be. Yeah. Wouldn't Bruce look, I can't wait to hear who I was, but wouldn't, <laughs> you Bruce, know who you are. wouldn't Bruce look amazing with a a mohawk? He would. And 12 pounds of jewelry around That's his head. Right. We're going to have to get to Bruce's incredible head of hair yes. at some point in this podcast. Yeah. One of the best. I'd say top five in the church. <laughs> huh? Yeah, I agree. Just for men's yeah. hair, yeah. yeah, he's got a top five hair piece. He does. Let's wrap up 18. Okay. You're the crazy helicopter guy. What's his? I don't- We what, can't remember his what name. What was his name? Is that Murdoch? That sounds right. Is that right? Mm, I think that's, that's right. And yeah. face. J- Chip, your face. Yeah, Chip's yep. face, for and sure. And you said, I'm Hannibal. And then you'd be Hannibal, the general. The general. The general. The cigar. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the, was he the leader of the? Yeah, the group? I, I guess. The leader yeah, of had the, the cigar in his mouth all the time. Yeah. yeah. Does he, yeah he okay. like sort of planned everything? And, yeah. Yeah. Okay. You'd be good at that. Huh. The know. brains, but yeah. we're the A team, and it's not complete without you, Bruce. So, so this is really what you guys do. <laughs> this is it. This, this, is, this, it. Is, this is it. This is. Yeah. This is the podcast. It this is, is what is you're it. telling me. Yeah, oh, this okay. is it. Uh-huh. Welcome. <laughs> it's the threefold cord. <laughs> you were you were sort of hesitant with us. You know, we had to we had to woo you. To I'm come I'm, I'm nervous right now. You shouldn't be. I'm I'm 
I'm comfortable with you guys, mm-hmm. but that makes me a little nervous because this conversation, I understand, goes to like 14, 15 other people. That's right. That's, That's so, true. Yeah. But they won't remember what they listen to, so it's no. fine. You'll be fine. Okay. As yeah. Jason you'll loves totally to fine. say to people in times of <laughs> dire distress, eh, you'll be fine. And Mich- Well, and Michelle, it'll be fine. Yeah. 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 It'll be fine. That's you'll right. No worries. You know what I was thinking about Power coming couple. over here since it's you know dinner time-ish, and I've shared this meal with you guys multiple times, there's something about Culver's. Mm. Wouldn't it be great yeah. if we were having the podcast tonight, maybe from Culver, Culver's? Yeah. Some Culver's. Cheese curds. Yeah, the cheese curds. Oh, they're good. Bruce, do you like Culver's? I do indeed. Okay. Yes. I don't know. I don't. I haven't settled on what I like from there yet. I always get the same thing. Yeah. The mushroom and Swiss is, is a good burger. Wow. Huh. I don't like mushrooms, but I love burgers. This brings up a good point, though. Do you guys order the same thing whenever you go to a restaurant every time, or do you branch out? I try to go for a little variety myself. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a we have a family joke. Um, <laughs> CC, any any time I would ask where you, where you want to go eat, Olive Garden. Mm. You know there are other restaurants in the world, right? Yeah, I mean that don't take three hours to eat at. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and so it became a joke um, at my house. Can we go somewhere besides Olive Garden? Mm. The and, OG. And so for Mother's Day, this past Sunday, we went to Olive Garden. Mm. No doubt. Yeah. yeah. Well, you got to do what mom wants on that day for sure. The bread. Absolutely. The bread. Absolutely. Uh, salad. The bread. Yeah. It's all amazing. The pasta visual. It just takes nine years to eat yeah. there. That's my only. It's a good point. Yeah. It really oh, we'd still be there if we went there. We would go there. Way back when, when we would have Sunday morning and Sunday evening church. And by the time you went to church, went to Olive Garden and came back to church, you'd have about 30 minutes in there. Yeah. <laughs> and you reeked of garlic. OG, triple OG. For four days. Yeah. That's right. I get the same thing at every restaurant I go to. Whatever. I've got my all my favorite meals. I never branch out. I'm pretty boring. I don't Sorry branch out often either. I, I'm pretty consistent. Because you don't want to waste an opportunity on something where you would potentially second guess that decision of going, ah, I wish I should have just got what I, ah. Yep. So yeah, I stick with it. Triple mushroom and Swiss from Culver's. Trip. That's right. Yeah. You go triple. Hmm. All right. It's a lot of beef. Yeah. (laughs) It's a lot of beef. Mm -hmm. But they have an excellent grease to meat ratio. That's Mm. why I love them so much. Hmm. Never thought about it. Me neither. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that was a ratio. There is a proper, I believe, grease to meat ratio with your burgers. Hmm. Yeah. So, so really, so really, this is what you guys do. <laughs> <laughs> we should ask Bruce some questions. Let's get down to business, guys. Come think? on. <laughs> Goodness gracious. All the questions we prepared. No, Bruce, no I'm satisfied. No, Bruce yeah. came in hot from work. You, you know, maybe there's someone out there that doesn't know what you, what you do. I am a community pharmacist. You pass out drugs to the community. So, yeah, a lot of people think about a pharmacist, I suppose, as somebody mm-hmm. who deals with commodities. Um, and, and certainly that there's an aspect of that. Mm-hmm. But. So not a street pharmacist, one that's in a building officially. <laughs> he wears the white jacket. And, and he's, he's, legal. Legal. <laughs> he's legal in every way. So, so, really, guys, this is what yeah. we do. <laughs> Sorry, Bruce. <laughs> B over there is just hammering him. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> okay, sorry. Yeah, um, a lot of people don't understand what a, a pharmacist 
really does, but it, it's it's not really that exciting. Um, <laughs> so it's about building relationships, sustaining relationships, mm -hmm. uh, building trust with people, mm -hmm. and yeah, and so that so that's uh, that, that's my brother calling. <laughs> Answer it. What's he hey, doing? we had our, our yeah, we've had people answer their phones on the, the yeah, podcast before. Yeah, right. yeah. Tell him what you're doing. Tell, pick it up. Yeah. Is he there? Is he still there? Did you miss him? Yeah, he, he's okay. gone. He's right. out. Okay. okay. The, the funny thing is, I I missed a call from him a couple of days ago. I haven't called him back yet. So, see, <laughs> so you're a great probably, brother. He's probably yeah. mad at me. <laughs> but isn't that kind of what we do to our family members? I mean, you go, Dad, I, I'll reach out whenever. I've done it many times. You know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nothing yeah. personal, just like it's busy. Yeah. You're not a priority right now. Yeah. Well, but I don't know. read too much into that. Don't, don't. No, please don't. So, Bruce, you enjoy what you do. You enjoy it. I do. I, I, I love my job. I love what I do. I am built for it. It um, It's it's rather boring. And that's who I am. I don't know why you guys want me here. Honestly, now, here's something today. I think is I am, listen, listen, I am the most. You're one of my idols. I'm yes. one of Mine the too. most average I people in you the world. Like you wouldn't even believe. Yeah, me too. A hundred percent. Average intelligence. Above. Average. Just like me. Average talent. Just like me. <laughs> average. We're the same every, guy. I, the most you have mundane hair, person incredible. in the world. That's not true. That's your opinion. Yeah. And you are entitled the threefold to threefold cord opinion. has its yeah. own opinion. No, I, I'm not yeah. saying that's bad. I'm I'm saying I, yeah. I'm every man. That's um, I think that's who I am. Well, the Lord was pretty average Himself. Then don't read too much into that. I'm just saying we would have never thought too much seeing Jesus walk by. It was just regular looking dude. Yeah, we think you're pretty incredible. Yeah, yeah. you are. Here's something about the whole pharmacy. And you thing. can't change our mind about that. No, Go you ahead. can't do it. I'm just saying one yeah. thing. I always tell my patients. Yeah. They'll sometimes ask me about pharmaceuticals or whatever, and I'm mm -hmm. like, or they're, they're prescribing physician. I said, you need to talk to your pharmacist. Mm -hmm. They know drugs. They know side effects, yeah. what they're supposed to do. I've certainly picked your brain mm -hmm. many times over stuff, but that's something I always referred patiently. To yes. you got to be super smart to yes, be a pharmacist. They know right. what's that, happening. Yeah. And that program at UF is one of the top programs you it's graduated from. It's so hard from. to get into. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. You went there. I, I did go there. I, I was, you know, average in my class. <laughs> C's get degrees. Hey, Bruce. Get the paper. But what made you, like, you were a preacher in your previous life. Yeah. But did yeah. you always want to be a pharmacist eventually? Like, how'd you get into I it? I always had an interest in medical science just in general from, mm. from, from the time I was probably in high school. And... um you know, I had an anatomy physiology teacher that, you know, kind of inspired me. Also mm -hmm. became a, a coach on my baseball team. Mm -hmm. and, and so I, you know, developed a relationship there. And and uh, that was kind of cool. And But I, I, he was an interesting teacher. He, mm -hmm. ins he was inspirational and, and all of those kinds of things. So mm -hmm. I always had that tucked away in the back of my mind and went to Florida College, um, kind of toying with the idea of, of preaching, but wasn't completely sold on that idea either. Mm -hmm. Cece really encouraged me in that regard too. And that's where you met her. Was I met FC? I met Cece. When were y'all there again? Um, fall of '82 was our hmm. freshman year. Okay, pre-cell phone, folks. <laughs> yeah, there were no cell phones. Welcome to 1982. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, so you had had you preached at all before, like just on a random Sunday that had you preached or I grew up in a in a church where, you know, they would use the young men and, and go through training programs and mm-hmm. things of that nature. You're always expected to do a you know, do a talk here and there and mm-hmm. you know, I did those kinds of things and any anybody that showed any interest at all, they would provide an opportunity and I had a few opportunities like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so Cece saw it as you, that was your, you had a talent for that. Uh, talent, no. No, I was very average then as well. Passion for it, though. Yeah, I, I did. I, I did at, at some point develop a, a real passion for it. I, you know, had the biblical background just the way that I was raised. And, and um, but, but that was, you know, that, that was something that, was thought of as being an important thing to do and mm-hmm. certainly it wasn't an important thing and mm-hmm. it was a it was something that I did I, I enjoyed doing that I loved it mm-hmm. um, I started uh, very much like Phil with um, a uh, internship type of situation with Frank Jamerson mm. oh wow uh, we share that Frank in common nice. he, he followed me by a few years but okay. but um, I, I went through that program I didn't know that. N- yeah. no idea in Dothan, Alabama, and where they then, have skinny deer, keep going. And <laughs> I suppose so. <laughs> Dothan. Oh, yeah. Again, this is what that, we do. That's yeah. what you guys this, do. This is, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we usually reserve that those type moments for Brett. Right. No, no, no. We've but, switched roles. Yeah, we've changed. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't he is the crazy wrong. helicopter so, pilot, folks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> unnamed <laughs> helicopter pilot. So you're training with Frank J. Yeah, uh, I, I, I uh, went through their year program in about a year and a half because I'm oh. average. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to find out what you're really the, good at well, at t- some point in yeah, this podcast. The typical program is five years, and you did it in a year and a half. I already know yeah. what that is. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> okay, so a year and a half. Yeah. Was that a pretty intense, that uh, program? It was a... I'll tell you, it was a hard time in my life for personal reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cece and I had broken up at this okay, point. Okay, all right. Yeah, and so that was a oh. rough year and a half. Who broke up with who? Yeah, she broke up with me. Yeah. <laughs> she, why? Let's get into that. Well, you know, we were coming toward the end of our year at Florida College. In fact, we went through graduation together mm-hmm. and everything. And um, <clears throat> I told her, I'm, I'm going to Dothan. They've offered me this position. Mm-hmm. She said, you are? I said, yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Mm. She said, oh, okay. Have fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it's it was just a, just a matter of weeks later. Mm-hmm. I, I get the, I don't know if it was a phone call or a letter. I don't remember, but mm-hmm. you're kidding me, right? What mm-hmm. What's this all about? Breaking up. Oh, it's just mm-hmm. a temporary thing, I'm sure. It's right. not you, it's me. Yeah. So anyway, I... So I went through that entire period of my life trying to strategize how to get back with Cecilia Arenas. Mm. Um, it was a little bit distracting. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wow. And where Imagine. was she during this time? She was in Tampa, going okay. to USF, okay. pursuing her degree in Long education. Long distance love affair. Yeah. Over the summers, however, she was still going back to Brazil, where her parents still lived. Where she grew up. You were preaching the word with a broken heart. Yeah, I I was. Man, that's a country song. I was. was, uh, Preaching the word with a broken heart. Good job, guys. (laughs) Way to follow me. (laughs) 
This is what you guys do. <laughs> this is what we do. Okay. <laughs> this is how it rolls. So how'd you get her back? Yeah. He lured her into the wilderness. I, yeah, I, I tried how? begging. That, mm-hmm. that didn't work. I, imagine that. Um, mm, I, yeah. w- I would go down to, like, go to lectures or something. She was there. Mm-hmm. Of course, arrange. I mean, we're still friends. We we still talk occasionally. Was mm-hmm. she dating anyone else? <clears throat> yeah, mm. always somebody else. Always another man. <clears throat> Here we go. Um, do you know the guy? Do you laugh mm, at him now? Do you yeah. talk trash about mm, him? Yeah, that, that, that's still hard to go there. Honestly. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, and that was a rough time for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, at, at one point I said, "Well, I'll just go and make my appeal, and it's going to be fine." She. Well, it didn't work. Mm. So finally, I'm just trying to get used to this idea. Well, maybe she's. This isn't going to work. <laughs> maybe I'm going to have to go on with my life. Oh, I yeah, mean, boy. it, Find it took me else. a little bit longer than it would take most people. Mm-hmm. I'm average that way. Yeah. <laughs> so, but you knew in your heart that you. Oh, yeah. There was. So, it had to you work know what? out. I tried to date other girls. Mm-hmm. I did date other girls. It just wasn't the same. Yeah. It didn't compare. At some point in those dates, talking about CC just made it all go bad. Yeah, I, that's I, not a good. Yeah, that wasn't good a idea. good thing. Yeah. probably. Relief. <laughs> he was smitten. Folks. You were love struck. Yeah. I was absolutely. Yeah, that's the way it I should be. Am. And you don't know what you got till it's gone. That's right. This is a good so, but I did. I did have to get adjusted to the thought. Well, I don't think this is going to work. And, um, you know, I I would write to her. Mm. Actually, I wrote to her early in the summer as I am uh, this is wrapping up my studies. Pen and paper, folks. Mm-hmm. Yes. She's in Brazil. Mm. I'm not making that phone call. I would love to read one of those letters that Please you wrote. Please tell how, me, like, how CC, long could you find pages? one of those, yeah. CC? Yeah, probably yeah. so. Okay. At, that, at that point, yeah, probably yeah. a couple of pages. Yeah, Frank, hey, here's what I'm doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hope everything's going well with you. Mm-hmm. Frank J. wasn't paying enough for long distance calls. No. no, no. Would she no. write you back? Over the summer, no. Mm. Okay. And that's when I really, it really dawned on me. Just, she didn't care. And yeah. did you check the mail every day, hoping? I did. Yes. 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 Just waiting I did. for the mailman to come. He knew when the mailman would come. Yeah. So, I mean, this is, this is like from June <laughs> to September. I'm Ooh, here, I hear nothing. Through, uh, crickets. That's, that's a long time. And so finally, when my phone love. rings one day. I've already given up on her, mm-hmm. and, and it's her. And there's no caller ID. No. No. I was, uh, hello. What a pleasant surprise. She, no, I was mad at this point. I have been writing you letters. Yeah. <laughs> and you, you, haven't written, you haven't written me back. You haven't acknowledged that you received a letter. Wrath over and now I get a phone call. From, I mean, that's how it kind of yeah, went down sure. initially. Yeah. And you were uh, trying said, to be oh, yeah, all hard we, I didn't get any letters. We were having a, a postal strike in Brazil. Oh. Uh, so somebody has those letters, but Cece never got them. The unjustified anger. And, and you know, you yeah. never consider that. Mm-mm. She said, but I did have a good summer. And I've thought about a lot of things. Mm. And maybe we can get together and talk sometime. How excited were you in that moment? Were you just... <clears throat> this is September. Freaking out? Yeah. You ran to Brazil. No, no. She's back in Tampa now. <laughs> like she's back in go. school. Exactly. Just started <laughs> running. Was yeah. running. Yeah. <laughs> I'm living in Dothan. Uh-huh. She's in Tampa. Skinny I said, deer. We'll, uh, we will. Uh, will you meet me in Tallahassee? Let's meet and yeah. have lunch. In the middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And where's the where's the middle of Tampa? And where's a good place to stop between Tampa? No, that's that's much a longer drive for her than it would it's be true. for me. Yeah, Tampa would be the closest. So I just looked at her. a map and found a place where you know there was like a McDonald's or something. And, mm-hmm. Chief well, Chiefland, Florida. Chiefland, oh, there you go. Chiefland, Florida, and they have a park that you can go to. Look at there, Manatee Springs Park. Mm-hmm. So on September the fourteenth. We met there and talked and had lunch and went over to the park and I said, "Well, why don't we just get back to?" Mm-hmm. She said, "Okay, yeah, <laughs> just like that." Yeah, and and you've been married so how long? She <clears throat> missed you that whole yeah. summer like crazy, yeah. probably. And she was working some things out that summer. I yeah, think. perfect. You guys have been married long. She was term. dumping somebody that she needed to dump. You there you go. Get yeah. rid of the you you got to get rid of the waste. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Drop the extra baggage. Yeah. yeah. Travel light. I guess my mm-hmm. point is, at, at, I had to get to the point of no, I'm moving on with my life mm-hmm. before I looked like a lost puppy, a normal human being. Yeah. Acceptance. Yeah. yeah. So she wanted you to play a little hard to get. You became more of a man then. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it was all and part she, of the plan. Then she was in. Yeah. I think that was that was part of the deal okay. for her. I, I grew up a little bit. I became independent from her. I realized that I could be my own person mm-hmm. without her. She liked that. And for some reason, that appealed to her. And See, then you got married, like, how soon after that? We were, and I I proposed that Thanksgiving. So we Two months, months later. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, but so, you knew at this point. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This was a long term. You guys been married how long now? We married the following July okay. of '86. Okay, so I was twelve. Do the math. I can't do that math. How long is that? '96. <clears throat> well, it was before 2006, cell phones. 2016. There's what thirty. It's thirty. Right. And then you're going to tack 35? on another, you know, coming it's on. 35 it'd, it'd years. Be 35, 35 this year. years. This year will be 35 Ooh, years. It's a long run there, On Bruce. July 4th. Congratulations. Yeah. 4th of July. That's yeah. awesome. Independence Day. Nice. <laughs> you, got you had gained your independence and didn't want it. <clears throat> Everybody celebrates with us with fireworks. That's right. Oh, Let that's the great. sparks fly, yeah. baby. <laughs> that's great. That's awesome. It's incredible. It really is. Yeah, that's my love story. It's a beautiful yeah. love story. And then, it's still going yeah. on. And then you had Joseph. How My long? second love story. Yeah. Yes. Not how... of Arimathea. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Who's engaged to Mary. <laughs> of Arnold. Another great story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Not the mother of Jesus. When... Of Arnold. That's right. How long were you married before you had him? He came to us in 1995. So he okay. took a while to get to us. Nine years. There, there was. Yeah, quick with math tonight. Something's, You're really on it. Something's. Yeah. Then around Bruce makes me smarter. It does. All of us. Yeah. <laughs> We've leveled up. Yes, because I'm average. (laughs) We've leveled up. Average for me is raising me up. Does that make sense? So there's nothing average about being married for 35 years. Yeah, that's amazing. Of of the people who have been married 35 years, I'm pretty average. I would say. Wow, (laughs) you've got to come back for everything. It's you're not going to change our minds. Hey, speaking, I'll tell you something that you're not average in. Mm Bruce and I didn't train to climb a mountain, which that's not, that's not that's not where story. we're going. But there's a story of that happened on the mountain, mm-hmm. and we touched on this with Goat, mm-hmm. and we haven't even talked about his nickname 
yet. No, we haven't. But the dissent, and we talked about this, <clears throat> mm-hmm. was anything but average. It was Olympic level descent, <laughs> right? In the speed, in snow and rain. Yes, and heat. <sighs> and he was burping fish. And what? was undeterred so in his descent. We're sitting at lunch. This is Fish. this is one of my favorite moments that I've had. Yeah, I'm. Listen. Okay. Yeah, I'm near death. Okay. Uh, yes. They they want to go to lunch and yeah. have some kind of what? What did they serve? It was a duck pot pie. We duck did. pot <laughs> pie. <laughs> wow, it's a greasy bird. There folks. was no one in this restaurant. <laughs> no. By the way, they made this last week. Yeah, we were the only people in the restaurant. Somebody said, "Well, let's go to lunch." And the last thing I wanted to do at this—I mean, I'm near death. Okay, burping fish. Yeah, but why are you burping fish? Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, don't get. You got to get to this part. Go ahead. So, I've—we're exhausted. Struggle to get. I mean, to hold my head up at this point. Struggle. I am not recovering. Right. From this exertion of, I mean, of we this climbed from moment. like four a.m. because he, you ran down the mountain to like three o'clock in the afternoon. I mean, it was that's a pretty incredible. Yeah, just a long yeah. time of. So we're sitting there in, at this restaurant, and I don't even want to be. I don't want to eat anything, drink anything. I just, I just want to. And collapse. we're all quiet. We're not saying anything. And so, I turned to Tim, <laughs> mm-hmm. the, the cardiologist. Yeah, because I'm getting a little concerned about. <laughs> My body's not coming back to me. <laughs> and Bruce's body's doing something weird. He's decomposing, yeah, folks. Because I'm sitting on the other side of him. <laughs> and I'm I'm over here burping. <clears throat> and it tastes like <laughs> And so I say to Tim, Tim, is it is it a warning sign that I should go to the emergency room if I'm burping and tasting fish? And he said, Well, when did you last eat fish? I said, It's been weeks. <laughs> But you also asked, is anyone else burping fish? You're right. He was like, hey, is, it, is anyone else burping and it tastes like fish? <laughs> and nobody was. Oh, boy. So the cardiologist says to me, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. That's not a thing. Yeah, a mystery Which symptom. was not reassuring to Bruce. No, so he I, got I, up and left. I was yeah, thinking so, you guys were like eating dried fish on the way no, up or something so like then, that. But then Bruce just disappears for a while. He gets up and leaves. Yeah. Where'd you go? I went to the restroom because I needed to rest. <laughs> yeah, we were so worried. Yeah, they were so you. worried that they sat there and nobody came and checked on. No, me. we did. We, well, we were scared what we would find. We wanted to finish our lunch. Yeah, duck pot pie. And Jason just kept saying he'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, he barely made it in there, but you were like, "Yeah, he'll be fine." Were you wow. laying down on the floor when we finally opened the door? His feet were out from under the stall. Yeah. Like All we saw is like, like Dorothy's <laughs> slippers out from under yeah. the they house. They never came. No. Yeah. Finally, I, I did go back to the table. Thanks, bud. Yeah. Still yeah. burping fish. Yeah. <laughs> is anyone yeah, I, else burping I nearly, fish? I nearly died that day. I, oh. uh, yeah, I came as close to death as I ever have, I suppose. Yeah, but your descent down the mountain was legendary. It was, it was desperation is it what was it was. It was epic. We wow. Chris Chris Hanlon's words were ringing in my ears. Mm-hmm. It's optional to make the summit, but it's not optional to get back down. Yeah. So I'm, I'm I took that to heart and mm-hmm. thought I I need to have a little bit of urgency here. And really, I think when the urgency kicked in is when the tear <laughs> crystallized on your face at the summit. 
Which we have a picture of. We do. We, no one's ever seen that happen. We, no. His tear literally turned to ice it on did. his face. He had an ice chunk. And Bruce said, check, please. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Wow. And, and here's no. what. And here's then he what, sprinted. And here's what happened, too, because at that point at the top, it's snowing. So the pads are all covered. Mm-hmm. You don't know where the pads are, where the rocks are. Billy Goat here says, doesn't matter. Yeah. Just I'll find my own way. Finally, gravity working in my favor. <laughs> right. He disappeared. Stone. Yeah, he was He gone. went so fast we couldn't well, see him. L- let, me, let me try to explain just a little bit here. Have, have you ever been shopping with your wife in a makeup store? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's the worst. There's nothing that you're interested in looking at mm-hmm. and even... You have no interest really in what she's buying. Yeah. Because but she's she beautiful. To. She doesn't need any That's of that. Right. That's right. And she's good. And so you're you're walking behind and she'll take two steps and start looking and you're just to me, there's nothing more exhausting than that slow pace. Mm-hmm. And that was the sensation that I was feeling when I was trying to stay with Mm-hmm. I, 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 there was a sense of restlessness. I can completely understand. I'm yeah. with you right now. Yes. I need, I need to move. Mm-hmm. I need to stretch my legs out. I, That's interesting. I didn't know that was that, the, that was the sensation I was okay. I'm feeling that way listening to him. Yeah. Like yeah. I can feel the, the restlessness. Yeah. yeah. And so it makes sense now. Yeah. Well, it made sense to me too. But <laughs> you guys have been laughing at me for. Did you fall oh, or anything? I'm not while laughing you at running? you. It was no. it was amazing to see, and it's it was comical. Now, what was comical? That's a good word. What was comical was the change that occurred in our good friend Jason Powell. Yes. Now that was comical. He switched personalities. He switched his personality to off. Yes, is what happened. Yes, he's conserving energy. We were in a life there, and death struggle. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, of and, course. And there are some things that are just not essential to life. Mm-hmm. And one of those is personality, especially yeah. one that is as big as Jason. Right. Yeah. I went flat affect. You can yeah, turn he it did. Off. He did. It was, hand, it was just hand gestures from that point on. Mm-hmm. I have a video, as a matter of fact, of that, where I, <laughs> yeah. Mark is hopping around all happy, and Tim is, is motivating everybody, yeah, let's go. Yeah. And, and I say, how about it, JP? And he, and with the flat expression on his face, he just gives a hand gesture like a... <laughs> Move on. <laughs> That's when it became wow. real. You were exhausted. And we were like halfway up the mountain at that point. Yeah. We had so far to go. It was just terrible. <laughs> Bruce and I at one point offered just to... We got to what? 12,000? We had or, made a pact, Jason and I. Or 13,000? Who cares 000? about getting to the top no, of this mountain? No way. We weren't going to let it happen. Maybe we were at 13. I don't know. You had the we bulldozer. We were good. If it would have taken all day, we were going to do it. You were determined. There's no doubt about and that. And we did it. Yeah. Now, in relative to the it top, made me cry, 12, but we did it. <laughs> it was what a little over fourteen. Yeah, fourteen was, and change. Yeah, but it, but it seems so much higher than. <laughs> I was gonna say just you two could, more thousand. You've gone feet. twelve exactly. If you've gone twelve, yeah. you feel like you can go two more maybe. But yeah, twelve thousand. It's 14, high. Yeah. yeah. Pretty and, steep. And, the, and there's no air to breathe. <laughs> we bought those cans of oxygen, and I don't think it helped. Did we? Yeah, remember we well, bought a couple of cans of O2. We survived. You guys are doing wickets with me? You know, yeah. and it was like, no help. That was just noise. <laughs> I, I, I don't feel better at all. And now I'm not able to talk. What's happening here? 
Okay. And Bruce is crying ice. Yes. <laughs> What's For happening? Crying right ice. Now? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, yes. Oh, man. That's so good. That was a a memorable trip. Yeah. You made it. For sure. And it yeah. was an above average, well above That's average exactly. descent. Oh, man. No doubt. Mm. Yeah. Did you fall at all? Uh, not that I remember. I, if you did, you just rolled, didn't you? Exactly. <laughs> a rolling stone. Yeah. <clears throat> no, it was great. You you gained a nickname, right, during that trip? Me? No, Bruce. Oh, Bruce. When did we get it? When did we? How did we decide his nickname? I don't know when it came about. There's something. I'm just going to answer. Okay. I'm sorry, honey. There's something about Bruce that I've always thought was very endearing about him. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yes. Sometimes when people sometimes come across as prickly, you can always be reassured that the underbelly's pink. Mm-hmm. It's and a soft a, underbelly. It's a soft, <laughs> inviting underbelly. <laughs> <laughs> that you just want to tickle. This is what we do. You do yeah. want to tickle, and yeah. sometimes you don't even, all you, you got to do is just it. look at it. Yeah. And the tickle factor happens. You've got that kind of quality, like right now. Wait, can you be tickled without being touched? <laughs> you see it happening because I'm all oh, over. Oh my goodness! You have no idea. Is that, is that a thing? That's a thing with my dad. Okay. Yeah, he's done that for for decades. How does that work? I have no idea, but but he can do it with Joseph as well. Does he? Look like he's gonna tickle you, and, yeah. and you laugh. <laughs> he's laughing so it's, right a, now. it's a threatening move. <laughs> a threatening move. I mean, it's so ridiculous. A threatening touch. It's just, it's just kind of funny. <clears throat> it is, and there's no escaping it. Huh? And he can do it with Joseph. Yeah, yeah. Joseph's susceptible huh. to that as well. Joaquin. Joaquin. <laughs> he got that at Team Challenge one time. Remember, we were doing yeah. the thing with like a feather or something. And he looked like a like a French artist. Well, I thought Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, <laughs> and we called him Joaquin. Understood. Yeah, okay. yeah. I don't know. But why. the hedge, the hedgehog, the hedgehog. The hedgehog. That's yeah. me. for Bruce. And we've got this picture on our phone. <laughs> yes, of a flying, just a hedgehog flying, a flying through the hedgehog. air. With a full pink underbelly, modeled a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it's just total. So when I text him or call exposure. him. That's the picture on my phone. He's yeah. completely filleted. It open. brings me joy. Yeah, I'll call Jason. He he answers the phone. Hedge. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the hedgehog. I didn't know that. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Yeah. And we spell your name with two O's because of the trip. That's right. Like because moose. we saw the moose. And we did have moose. a a great moose encounter. We did. As a matter of fact, an yes. epic moose encounter. It yeah. was quite dangerous, actually. What were we thinking? We could have that could have ended poorly. Well, Tim was yelling at us like <clears throat> small children to get back in the car. He was screaming. Get in the car! Get in the car! Get in the car! Right now! I'm like, go, chill, yeah. bro. I'm 47 years old. Come on, man. Yeah. He was concerned. The goat was. was concerned because that, that, was, that yeah. was a good reason. He's for that. the trip yeah. tick. He knows what's fixing well, to happen. Set the stage for us, here, yeah, Bruce. Bruce of what you tell happened. the story this is from your perspective. So we are. We're watching these three moose. There is... Mooses? Mooses? Mooses. There were three. There was a female, there Mm -hmm. was a male, and there was a juvenile. Mm -hmm. And they were in this very serene scene beside this lake in this meadow. Mm -hmm. Drinking water. And they had waded around. And we're just just taking it in, just watching 
this beautiful scene. And we had kind of lurked down yeah. to and get we closer. And we were very the close to them. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so we're just kind of watching. And suddenly, from across the road behind us comes the most massive. A bull. Yeah. I mean, we thought the male that was yeah. in the lake was large. He was no. twice the size it oh. looked like. It yeah. was enormous. Yeah. And he came within, what, 30, 40 feet of mm -hmm. us? But he wasn't watching us. He was looking just, at the female. Just running. Yeah. And uh, wow. that's when the other male, the, the smaller male, took flight himself. Yes. Mm -hmm. And he came up the other side of us. And that's, I think that's when Tim was yelling at us. Yeah. How do you? Get in the core! <laughs> <laughs> but he was trying to whisper it because he didn't want to draw yeah, too like, much. Get in the core! Get in the What language is this? So we got in the car and words? then he said, get it on tape. Yeah. yeah. Are you guys recording this? <laughs> like, I've got it on video. Yeah. Yeah. We have the whole thing recorded. Of him yelling at us. And then asking us like if a we Wessel child. It. Yeah. I know. Oh, man. We said we haven't used tape for a while. I know. <laughs> but this bull was so massive. I think it was immediately that bull's was named what Uriah. 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 That's right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was David he and Bathsheba over, down he, into the he lake. He took over that family. Oh yeah. And the other guy just had to leave. Yeah. Now, yeah, he's he, gone. Yeah. He, yeah. He was gone. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty intense. It, it really was. So yeah, we from then we changed the spelling of your name. Yeah, double O to B R O O S E. So you have a nickname. You have two nicknames. Mm -hmm. yeah. The Hedge. The Hedge and Bruce Bruce. And the Bruce Bruce. Right. Yeah. So I mean that's that's how we do it. Two nicknames probably kind of average for your acquaintances, right? No, <clears throat> I was going to say that's above average for yep. sure. Yeah. Now you. Um, people may not know this. You've, we mentioned before, you preached long before you became yeah. a pharmacist. Yeah. You've preached in other parts of the world. Yes. Okay, where all have you been to preach? Uh, I started out in Kentucky. Mm -hmm. uh, we were there about 11 years, That's I another guess. world for sure. Yeah, no that was a, yeah. that's the mission fields. Mm -hmm. no, no, it was a great place for Cece and I to grow up. We were kind of uh, in an isolated area. We were kind of off of the beaten path a little bit, and with a great group of people that let, you know, let the young preacher make his mistakes mm -hmm. and without having uh, terrible consequences. And mm -hmm. they just loved us, and it was a wonderful, wonderful first um, place for us to be. And mm -hmm. just like I said, just kind of grow up. Um, it was during my time there that. I had the opportunity to go to China. My brother-in-law, Rob Harbison, just posed it to me one day. He said, let's go to China. <laughs> mm. Out of the blue. I said, what? He said, yeah, let's, let's go to China. They, mm -hmm. need, they need people to teach them the Bible over there. I said, yeah, okay. <laughs> and so we Leap planned. Leap of faith right there. Out of the blue into the red. Yeah. We, I, I, you know, I presented <laughs> yeah. it to the church there and... Uh, mm. You know that's that's not a you know place you go for the weekend. So mm -mm. we planned a like a five week trip that summer, and he and I went. And there was a little bit that had been established there, and we were building on it. And um, <clears throat> it was 
it, that was life-changing. It mm-hmm. really was. That has probably been one of the greatest impacts on who I am and the perspective that I have of many, many things, not just teaching and preaching the Bible, but worldview. Mm-hmm. It, it, it changes. In the following year, we put together a, a, a larger team of a lot of different people, and Cece went with me, and uh, my sister went with Rob, and we had a few other couples that went with us, mm-hmm. and we went to several different cities for about six weeks the following summer. So it was a, a remarkable experience for us just to um, sow seeds where they hadn't been sowed before and build churches and, and meet people who were desperate for a hope that they had never known. Mm-hmm. They had to make tremendous sacrifices to accept what we brought, mm-hmm. and uh, it was it was amazing to see them do that. And mm-hmm. heartbreaking to see the consequences sure. that followed. So did you deal with any of that kind of persecution while you were there? We knew of some things that we had to be careful about, mm-hmm. and we were careful, but... Right. There's some places in China, and, and the city that we worked in on um, the first year and, and a lot of the second year as well, is kind of a remote city, really up near North Korea. Mm-hmm. It was a city of like six million people, not a very much of a touristy area at all. So, you know, uh, Americans traveling there is kind of a novelty, but it also draws a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. And so whenever there's that kind of attention and scrutiny, um, there's going to be lots of questions asked. So... Everybody that we taught, everybody that we baptized, everybody that was part of the, the churches there that we were associated with, the, every one of them were at, at least interrogated mm. by the authorities. Many of them had property confiscated. Some of them went to jail. Mm. Um, some of them went on the run for their lives. Mm-hmm. It was uh, it is heartbreaking mm-hmm. and, and really hard. Hard to put into words. I mean, so did we do the wrong thing by not not sharing the hope of Christ? No, I think that was the right thing to do. And tried to even share with them the risks that they were taking. They knew the risks. Mm -hmm. And they were willing to accept those risks. And like I said, many of them paid the price. The second year was a little bit different because we went to different cities as Mm -hmm. well. We went to the largest city, Shanghai. And I spent a frustrating week there because we didn't think we were accomplishing anything. Mm -hmm. But it it turned out that there was much accomplished just Mm -hmm. from our visit. And there are churches in Shanghai where there there weren't before. There are. That's great. Uh, I heard just recently, I mean, I can't keep in contact with these people mm-hmm. for obvious reasons, but I, I do like to talk to other people who have gone and come since then mm-hmm. and have discovered that um, some of our original contacts there in Shanghai that we didn't think were really interested in the Bible, mm-hmm. but they did turn out to uh, come obedient and our elders in the church. Now. Oh, that's wow. awesome. What a story. Yeah, and, that's uh, amazing. It's not yeah, an average story at all. No way. Spirit gives the growth. <laughs> Brett, you know... <laughs> average people are just that. They're just average people. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We put limitations on ourselves, I guess, but average, average people can do things that are out of the box. And it doesn't make you above average when you do that, but it does change you. Mm-hmm. It changes your perspective and your worldview. So while I, I'm still average in ability and average in, in intelligence and average in every way, there have been events along the way in my life that have changed me. And there's, there are things that I've focused on in my life as well that have changed me. I think to accomplish good things in an average way. <laughs> Above average things in an average Man. way. Maybe better said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You know, I will say, say what you want about the United States of America, and we certainly have our warts. 
We live in a country that was founded on Judeo-Christian concepts. Listen, you do not get that dealing with the CCP folks. And so when you go to church over there, you are taking your life in your own hands. Mm -hmm. We have no concept of it here. I'm grateful we don't, Mm -hmm. but maybe to our detriment, it's been so easy and we can so easily dismiss opportunities to to come together for whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. just, ah, it's ridiculous. When when your assembly happens in the woods, either sitting on a log or on a newspaper that you bring with you, and you're having to look around at all times to see if somebody's paying attention, Mm -hmm. and you sing together Mm. in whispers, Mm-hmm. because you don't want to cause undue attention mm-hmm. to yourself. It changes the way you think about the world. Oh, yeah. No doubt. It has to. That's first century stuff. Yeah. Think about the way the first century Christians were caves and hiding and wow. We got Christians today that have been martyred. This is a weird question, but when you would sing together, is it songs that you had taught them or how did you all do that? They accommodated our English in so many ways. Okay. You know the favorite song? Their favorite song mm-hmm. to sing. Every every time we met, mm-hmm. somebody would say, let's sing, there's sunshine in my soul today. Mm. There's sunshine in my soul today, mm-hmm. glorious and bright. Mm. Think about the words of that song. Mm-hmm. For somebody who hasn't had hope, but now does, who hadn't had joy, mm-hmm. and now is experiencing true joy, who are riding mm. on this high, Mm-hmm. You know, um, some people say, well, yeah, that's just because they're with these, their new American friends. Mm-hmm. No, it went way beyond yeah. that. Yeah. It's the core to that. When the peaceful, happy moments roll. When the peaceful, the happy moments When Jesus today. shows his smiling face, there is sunshine in my soul. You got yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got it. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So did they, like, who taught them that? How did they, how did they learn those songs? So there were, were missionaries, that, okay. like I said, that were there before, like okay. a, a year before we were, who mm-hmm. had brought song books or I think just pages of songs. Yeah. You know, and we, we, we brought song books and literature and Bibles mm-hmm. in as well. Mm-hmm. You talk about scared. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, it was... They check your luggage and, you know... You know, this is my first time there mm-hmm. and we talked about all these safety protocols where we know that our hotel room is bugged and they will be listening to us. Every phone call is going to be monitored. We know mm. all of Goodness, these things. Yeah. And uh, so I'm going, we're CCD going through customs. Day. And like I said, this is not a touristy place. So mm-hmm. the man at customs starts speaking to me in Chinese and I can't understand what he's saying. Right. <laughs> and they want to look at my camera and I say, well, yeah. here, and he's examining my camera. And then he looks at my luggage, which is full of contraband. Mm. Bibles and mm-hmm. songbooks and things. And he asks me something about it, and I don't know what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. So no habla inglés. I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> we'll I, help you there, Chuck. So, yeah. I, I, I'm, I, so what do you I, do? Br- I break out in a sweat, is what yeah. I, I mean. Sweat like a drops of blood. Sweat. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm serious. You've got, yeah. Sweat was dripping off of my palms. No doubt. Now you look even more guilty. Yes, right. I'm sure I looked guilty. Mm-hmm. And he's he's starting to get agitated and speaking louder in Chinese as if I can understand that. And I start speaking louder in English and, <laughs> and the frustration <laughs> is, is building. And finally he gets frustrated and just says, go. I said, okay. Yeah. The, the universal language, go. Yeah. Man, so, that's crazy. <laughs> I, I went. We learned from that experience though that 
you don't enter China and go through customs in that city. Yeah. You go through Beijing or you go through Shanghai, mm-hmm. now Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. You don't go through the backwater places yeah. there. Right. Yeah. So that was, sensitivity. That, was, that was part of the learning experience. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> well, you've also experienced some crazy situations when you've been down in Nicaragua, which is some yes. uncertainty dealing with, you know, sketchy governments. Yeah. And getting stopped. And Mr. Ken, who's like Elijah down there, yeah, can just kind of say, peace be still, let us pass. But if you didn't have him. We were on our trip with the um, college students. We went down and did a mobile VBS type of presentation. We'd go mm-hmm. to different churches. And uh, we got pulled over. We got pulled over. Um, this particular time, they weren't so accommodating. Mm-hmm. They were demanding our... Passports. Well, we don't carry our passports because your passports are going to get confiscated and you're in big trouble then. Mm-hmm. So we were taught that early on that, no, you leave your passport at the hotel. Mm-hmm. Take photos of it. Take photocopies of it. Whatever. Leave home without it. Yeah. <laughs> so Ken gets out and he starts arguing with the guy. And the guy says, till, you get, till we see your passports, you're not going. Mm-hmm. In fact, we're going to take you down to jail. Mm. And Domingo gets out, and he starts talking to them in Spanish, and, mm. and it's getting nervous. And how many college kids are you with right now? We have eight. Mm. Here we go. This, this I is am, when it gets real. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's real. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm really worried about this. So up to this point, I've let them handle it. And so finally I get out, and I, about an hour has transpired now mm-hmm. of us sitting on the side of the road. And so I go out and... I say, Domingo, come over here and translate for me. And he did. And so I just went to the man. I said, you're right. We're visitors in your country. Yes, you, you're doing your job. Yes, I understand you are a man of responsibility. You know, kind of, you know, you know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, you're doing the right thing. We can certainly appreciate that. Mm-hmm. The but, sandwich technique. But please understand, mm-hmm. I'm also a man of responsibility. And I have eight teenagers mm-hmm. in this van over here. And I have to answer to their parents. Can you understand the position that I'm in? Mm-hmm. And Domingo translated all of that. And then he said, okay, go. Mm. <laughs> the universal language. Go. go. There it is. Go. Yeah. And Domingo then turns to Ken and I says, now you can give him a gift if you like. Right. <laughs> yeah. And we did. So that's crazy. Yeah. Right? Bruce, go. That doesn't happen here in the United States. Yeah. And, and we take that for granted. Mm-hmm. We really do. Mm-hmm. And when we travel overseas and we see things like that, that is such a, a wonderful perspective to gain. Yeah. It changes everything about how you think about the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's a great thing to expand your horizons and see how people live in different places in the world and even different places in the United States. It, it has always, in my opinion, been a, a very beneficial thing for me, as an average man, to to learn about how other people live in the world, mm-hmm. and you know, being married to Cece has has really shaped that as you know, probably greater than anything. Mm-hmm. She being a you know first generation American, born to Cuban immigrants, and mm-hmm. living most of her life, her formative years in Brazil, shaped the way that she thought, and she shared that with me, and it just makes a difference. And the way you think about things. Mm-hmm. Does Cece still yell at you in Spanish? I used to t- say that <laughs> it's like living 
with Ricky Ricardo. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> she comes in, Brucey, I'm home. <laughs> Brucey. <laughs> no, no. Uh, uh, yeah, sometimes she says things that I don't understand. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes she you haven't picked uh, up much Spanish. I was going to say years. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thirty five years. I know enough to know when you're talking about me with you know. Yeah. In family when gatherings, when she might be and, angry you know. with you. Yeah. Uh, now sometimes she she tells me there's not a good word to describe the situation mm. in English, so yeah. you need to learn what this word means. Right. Mm. <laughs> right. Yeah. So she can come at me with three different languages. Mm-hmm. That puts me at a disadvantage. Right. Right. So then you. You're preaching for all these years. You've gone to these, you know, faraway places, and you've, you know, spread the word. And then one day you decide to go to pharmacy school, or is this was the plan so, all along to eventually get from there? Kentucky? We moved to Chiefland, Florida, right, where Chief Cece and I met yeah. to to become reunited, mm-hmm. which was that was that's and the that's so the good. rest of that story. Yeah, yeah. full circle. Um, so yeah, I preached there for five years. And it was during that time, you know, I, I came with the agreement that I would be uh, finishing up um, education, and mm-hmm. that they supported that, and they allowed me to go to um, school during my time there, and so I, I did. I took advantage of that, and uh, got all of my prerequisites done for pharmacy school. Uh, did a lot of those at uh, Santa Fe, mm-hmm. and Very then cool. somehow got accepted into the uh, program. above average. Above average student. Um, my my PCAT was probably middle of the road, average, <laughs> composite eighty eight. There were lots of ninety nines in my class. Mm. They were smart people. Yeah, but smart doesn't always mean the best. Oh, I agree. You got to be able to relate to people. You were smart. You found us here. This is what no brought doubt. you to Glen Springs. <clears throat> That's no street PCAT. Yep. We came. Uh, we came here in two thousand one. Oh, one. Oh, oh, after okay, after nine eleven. Oh, year okay. which will live in infamy. Right huh. after 9-11, we moved here, and we said, all right, we'll hang out here for four years, mm-hmm. and then we can move anywhere we want. And no, now you're on the podcast. You had no plans to stay here. Oh, what? No. Wow. Okay. No. I had no. We had no plans to stay here. We, I didn't, although we had we had lived in Chiefland and for now like... now he's an elder in our church. He's five still years. here, preaching and teaching. We look up to him so much. He, he, wasn't, be, he wasn't even going to stay in here. In some circles, you might call him like a spiritual stud. Yes. <laughs> exactly. I think he's called himself that, right? <laughs> Surely. Really? In a... I have I have a right. monogram dink pen. That's <laughs> not average at all. <laughs> Bruce Arnold, right. RMD, SS. Spiritual stud. Yeah. Spiritual stud. <laughs> You've got to tell us that story. He's a breeder, folks. <laughs> How did that happen? <laughs> He's a I breeder. think I actually got carried away with myself in a Bible a class. Spirit. Okay. Here? Yeah, here. Okay. And, and I referred to myself as a spiritual stud. Yeah. I, I think I remember what did you were that. preaching Please or teaching us, yes. about. I. D- it was an auditorium class. I believe it was. Okay. I, I and because Melvine is the one that jumped mm, on it. Gotcha. She said, Oh yeah, you're that. She's got you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The yeah. Stud. yeah. I would she agree, would not right? Let me yeah. forget that. I mean, I I Ms. agree. I mean, I had this I had this like little stick going for a while where it was all about <clears throat> me. I, I mean I would get up, yeah, I'm gonna talk about me. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I did that quite you a bit. You did. I do I do remember that. I've, yeah, yeah. I backed it's off of that a little bit. Yeah. Not yeah. much, but a little bit. <laughs> but we yes, got you though. Yeah, yeah. yeah Melvin would not let me forget that. Yeah, and I'm uh, sure. 
Yeah, I, I wish I would not have said that. Well, we've all said things we wish we wouldn't have, right? He looked right at me, folks, just in case you're wondering. Um, <laughs> right, so, turns. Yeah. <laughs> right, Chip? <laughs> haven't we? Uh, yeah. Yeah. One port or another. You don't dwell point. on regrets, though, do you? No. No, no. regrets. No, no. No, no dwelling. Yeah. Hmm. That's right. No indwelling of regrets. So you were going to leave in 05 because you were going to stay here yeah. for four years. Yeah. You're still here. He's yeah. on the podcast. You're on the the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we when did when did they come to you and ask, have you ever considered being an elder? <laughs> well, <laughs> how did that maybe, happen? We need to go back to deaconhood, probably. Yes. Well, mm, you were like the you were you know I was you I ran was, things as a deacon, <laughs> the head deacon. He was I, the head deacon. I came yeah. in He's as still the head deacon. D1. I don't know how long I was here before I was asked to be a deacon. Mm -hmm. I, I know I was Two still weeks. in school. Two yeah. weeks. It wasn't very long. Mm -hmm. Two weeks. Because I was Probably. doing some teaching. I, probation I, period. And yeah, they, they put him in. Yeah. Exactly. And I was already friends with all the deacons at mm -hmm. that point. And, Spiritual uh, studliness. So I was asked to be a deacon, and <laughs> I loved that. Mm -hmm. I loved being in a group of smart guys, all of them smarter than mm -hmm. me. It's not true. I came into uh, a group of deacons that consisted of Keith Ward, mm. Ray Parham, Steve Wallace, Ray Benai, Braveheart, Ben Door. Mm, total package. <laughs> I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to forget anybody. Mm -hmm. Mike Lord, mm -hmm. Rick Warren. Okay. And there were some others who along the way got appointed. But mm -hmm. you talk about a group of smart, confident, opinionated mm -hmm. men. Mm -hmm. We would get in those deacons meetings <laughs> and we would debate mm -hmm. and we would discuss and opinions would be shared many times that were opposite of one another. Sure. Brahma bulls, lock mm -hmm. and horns. And I loved every minute of it. Yeah. Because. <laughs> so you like that. Not the confrontation mm -hmm. so much, but the fact that spiritual men could get together and disagree and shake hands and walk out mm -hmm. friends and accomplishing things. Still love each other. Yeah. Contend yes. with me. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is healthy. Nice. Yeah. It is healthy. Yeah. And and so I loved that, mm -hmm. and I I think that was a I was I was built for being a deacon, mm -hmm. a servant, mm -hmm. in, in heart in that way, mm -hmm. more so than even being a leader. I think I'm I'm where I'm supposed to be now, but I loved being a deacon. Mm -hmm. <laughs> True leaders serve. Level five leadership, folks. Bruce Arnold. <laughs> it was a, a a real special time in my life, mm -hmm. and. Uh, and these men that I'm telling you about, Ray and Steve and yeah. Ben and Mike and these guys, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it, that we did some things. I did some real special things. I think lots yeah. of great guys there that we I enjoyed. Our, you were the hybrid for a many number of years. We we said that Bruce was our natural pontifex, our liaison <laughs> between the deacons and the elders. Yes, we funneled everything through through him. him. Yeah. And then he, Natural you know, bridged that gap sure. and left us right. alone. But I always feel like he's still, yeah, oh yeah, part of the deaconhood. I am, yeah, yeah. yeah. His heart 
is a servant. Yeah. Hybrid. Yeah, I like that. Too. Yeah. That's good. I loved it. Yeah. And, and early on, I was given the responsibility of uh, meeting administration mm-hmm. for some reason. You ran and the that, meetings. And that doesn't sound like a very important thing. That's and, no and job it, and it's for not. an average guy. But it gave me, well, it gave me an opportunity to have uh, a little bit of... Uh, a little bit more input maybe on the mm-hmm. agenda. I, I I carried the agenda. I asked everybody what they wanted to put on the mm-hmm. agenda. Yeah. If nobody had anything, I made the agenda, That's right? Right? Yeah. right? Yeah. And so I, I did enjoy that. You were good at it. Uh, probably. But you're a great elder probably too. Probably pretty average when you think about it. I don't think so. <laughs> average guys can be great deacons. Yes. I, I agree with that. Yeah. First time tonight, you, thanks, Bruce. What you what you focus on, mm-hmm. what you, what you what you build on in your life, what what you know drives you. Yeah, gotta have the desire. Yes, you do. And you gotta be a you gotta be desire. a male. <laughs> you gotta be a man. <laughs> be a man. That's right. <laughs> That's exactly right. So, what did you think? Kind of transitioning from deacon deaconhood deaconship into being an elder. I mean. You obviously had to think about it, pray about it. Yeah. How was that process for you? It was it was a little um, scary. I, f- I felt a, a need to serve in that capacity. I, I just I don't I don't think I outgrew the deacons. That's not the point at all. But the the eldership is is a critical role. Do I have something to offer? Yeah, I guess. In my average kind of way, I think I, <laughs> I, I can bring something to the eldership that's unique and find my role there. And I'm still finding, defining it, and trying to build on it. You came in and disaster struck. Yeah, we still had Ermin. Yeah. And yeah, you came in right before uh, he yeah. passed away. Yeah, it was just weeks from. Yeah. From that, that you know, Ermin passed him. Yeah. I mean, what that a crazy was, It was devastating. Beginning. Yeah. I had, uh, I had plans of, sure. of, uh, of learning from, from Ermin mm-hmm. and I, I've, I've learned, I have learned from him, but yeah. through other people about right. what they've shared about, about his, <laughs> his shepherding. <laughs> His direct shepherding. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that has been shared with me quite extensively, mm-hmm. and um, it's you know inspired me to try to be like that in mm-hmm. some ways. But you know, there's only one. Ermin. Yeah. You were in a lot of ways because I, you know, I remember growing up, Armin was a deacon for so many, so many years, mm-hmm. and so it was sort of a natural progression again into that leadership role. So there's a lot of similarities there, and he was sort of. One of the lead deacons, mm-hmm. if I remember right. Yep. I could do worse, right? <clears throat> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that was an unreal time. You talk about trial by fire for both you and Booth. I mean, here you guys coming in, yeah. you're thinking, okay, we're going to, we'll have a little bit of a <sighs> gentle break in grace just period. a nice, yeah. simple yeah. transition. This is going to be and... great. And bam, and yeah. you guys are, and you guys have been running with it too. And you guys certainly this past year, has had a number of challenges. I have not envied you guys in oh, so goodness, many, no. trying to figure out with how we're going to navigate some of the insanity with that. But you are a churchy guy. What? <laughs> what's probably your favorite book? As an pick, elder. If you had to pick a favorite <laughs> book of the Bible. Guy. Hey, 
is. We're churchy. Favorite book? <laughs> yeah. You got a favorite book? It, it's hard to nail down a book. I mean, um, I, I really love Hebrews. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. We share Jason's that. favorite. We share you know that. why that is? You know why? We taught that together. We did teach that together. Yes. But you go to Hebrews and you get a big picture. Mm-hmm. Here's the old covenant and what it meant and why it was there and what it was predicting. And it brings it all home to I'm a big picture guy. I, I, I do best when I am able to step back and see a big picture rather than focusing in on minute details. Like yeah, being at the top of a mountain. That's such a great Although point. we couldn't see then. No, but we couldn't. You had a great perspective. Hebrews. I love the Hebrews. The entire picture. That's the big yeah. picture. Yes. It, comes, it all comes together in <clears throat> Hebrews. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I love Hebrews. I've been spending some time this past year in Revelation. I get I get a little I get a little sidetracked with some of the imagery and mm. and it's kind of hard to put all of that together. So I, I, I don't worry about that. I try to see the big picture. Mm-hmm. Again, and the big picture of Revelation is it's all gonna be all right. God's gonna just make it all right. Mm-hmm. Um, God will avenge his people. It's it there's 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 much more going on behind the scenes than you can possibly imagine. Mm-hmm. And it's just a great book of encouragement. Although, I had a thought the other day, <laughs> those seven churches that got the, the personal mm-hmm. letters. Oh, yeah. That go to everybody. Yeah. There's no HIPAA right? with, no. with God when, no. he's, when he's dealing he with... He was unafraid just to let everybody know. Here's what your problem is. Mm-hmm. Here's what you need to be working on. Yep. Here is the repentance that you need to enact mm-hmm. for... Everybody of every generation following to read. Yeah. How would you like to get a letter from, yeah, from Jesus? Mm-hmm. I, I would think sometimes would I would like to get yeah. a letter. Then, but it's it kind of frightening yeah. to think about that, isn't it? Absolutely. I have this against you, is what mine might say. Mm. Oh, I no. hate to hear that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it is a humbling thing, but so encouraging, you know, you talk about John and I was thinking about him earlier because I think the verse of the day was maybe on the, the Bible app, but just, you know, John 14, 27, you know, let my, you know, peace I leave to you, not peace as the world gives, you know, but let not your hearts be troubled. Mm-hmm. And again, the big picture, I know it looks insane out there and it is, but yeah. I've got this. Yeah. It's going to be right. It's Jesus be rides right. in on a, 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 Steed and rescues and defeats the enemy. Mm-hmm. That's that's the story. Yeah. Look to the east. You know, <laughs> he at the break of day. Stuff. You know what I mean? It's it's yeah. just they make movies the out of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Going back to your revelation real quick, and then I know we're, we'll wrap it up here soon. But how, how did you decide to? You wanted to spend some time in Revelation. That's <laughs> not that's one that's not one of those books where you're just like you know what? Yeah. I'm going to take a deep dive into Revelation the next couple of months. Well. Because there was so much chaos going on in the world. Mm -hmm. And that's what is going on in Revelation. The people of the world are experiencing so much chaos and so much problem. And even the the martyred saints are under the throne saying, how long, O Lord, Mm -hmm. before you avenge Mm -hmm. us? And the ones who are being persecuted are, 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 are crying out for the Lord to come quickly. And I've, I've seen desperation 
in the lives of so many people during this time mm-hmm. of turmoil that we've been living in. Yep. And that's, that's just what drew me into Revelation, into mm-hmm. the big story of Revelation, which is of victory beyond all of these things that are so um, overwhelming to us right now. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just going to become small potatoes. You've seen yeah. sort of that turmoil here is sort of a blip for the United States. Hopefully this whole thing has been like a blip, but you've seen real turmoil that you talked about already in China, people that are you know, fleeing for their lives, that being a Christian could mean death, imprisonment, mm-hmm. persecution. That's turmoil. And that probably, again, leads you to revelation. And as Christians, there is supposed to be a death, death to your flesh, death to yourself, you know, walk in newness and commitment to our Christ. I always feel encouraged. Oh. This is above this is, average. This is the, what the podcast is about. Yeah. Oh, this is what we do. Bruce. It's a beacon oh, of life. We, we learn See, about people. Eventually we get to the good stuff. <laughs> we, we feel better spiritually. Yeah. That's right. Physically, mentally. We just have to get through the silly jokes to begin with, though, right? We do. I mean, that's we have to do that at the beginning. <laughs> that grabs the people. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you guys are doing a great job. <laughs> I, I, I tease with you and... Um, because I love you, <laughs> but what you're doing here is is an important thing, and it is reaching people, and it is, uh, you know, despite the fact that you would even have me come in here and <laughs> in my average way. <laughs> I'm so happy you said yes. You. Yeah, me too. You see, the text back you're said, "You're doing a good job, guys." I'm dreading it, but I might as well get it over with. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, we're not going to stop asking. And again, as part of the eldership, mm-hmm. y'all said yes to this, and so we are. Grateful for that. Yeah. You know, Keith Ward taught me one time. <laughs> he said, He uh, taught us all. Yeah. Just talking about daily Bible reading. Mm-hmm. He, he said, Well, yeah, one of the things I do is I, I just take the the day of the of the month and I read a proverb. Mm-hmm. There's thirty one proverbs and about thirty one days mm-hmm. in a month. So you just read proverbs. Yeah. And so I I kind of adopted that. Okay. This morning I read one who guards his mouth protects his life. One who opens wide his lips comes to ruin, and that just made me nervous. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that's that's a yeah, that's made me nervous. Burst before coming on the podcast. Yes, and again, it I looked mean, at I, me. Yeah, <laughs> that that is in Proverbs thirteen. Yeah, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, be careful with that mouth. Never of yours. can tell. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought, is that a sign? Well, so it just made me even more nervous. Well, we've been uh, around an hour. I would assume. Yeah. I guess to that, and I would say amen. And I amen. think it's been fine, right? My good brother. I'd say it's been average. Yeah. <laughs> More than average. God bless everyone.
everyone. This is Brett. I hope you've enjoyed and been encouraged by this episode of the podcast. Just wanted to remind you that you can now stream and download these episodes on several different platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Anchor, just by searching Threefold Chord Podcast. If you subscribe to the podcast on any of these platforms, you will be notified when a new episode is available for download. Have a great day, everyone.